Welcome back everyone. This is episode 3 of Delicious Tears. I'm your host for the next 30 to 60 minutes, The Solution. And I told you all once before, several times, you make my job so much more easier when you send in the topics. So today's topic was actually embedded in um, an exchange from a, uh, a loyal listener who matriculated over from the, uh, the other platform and um, I really appreciate them sending in the top they actually sent me quite a few topics so shout out to you if I ever come up with t-shirts or something I will definitely have to send you a t-shirt some swag or something like that for sticking with my insanity and my brand however it's unfair because you have known me for some years so you kind of know how I am but the listener said what about dating in the social media age for 40 plus so the challenges of dating in the social media age when you're over 40 hmm let me say this traditional dating has somewhat gone out the window from what I've seen the the days of merely going out and meeting someone and hoping things go well in the traditional sense has has kind of faded if it's happening it's far and few and i'm going to tell you why smartphones has really put a damper on that as value and um pretty much as needed as they are in this day and time you can't get much done unless you have a smartphone so what uh Online dating and social media, these things have done is basically simplified the process for a lot of people. And it's caused a lot of problems. Um, hmm. A lot of uh, misleading things have occurred because of uh, social media and online dating. Now, I will say this. I, I can't sit here and say, hey, you know, that that's not going to work. Um I, I don't like it or it needs to go away because it's not going anywhere. For one, it's very profitable for these companies that have um, managed these platforms for years. These uh, online sites that have gone from a Facebook kind of brand to a more dating type appeal because that's where the money is with the subscriptions. And basically, you, the days of going to um, places where people of the opposite sex frequent or depending on your lifestyle people of the same sex or whatever um have gone so you can meet people for an uh you know more of a hopefully getting to know them relationship type manner have had one so i always talk about you know some years ago me going out just hanging out and um you know i saw a young lady and she basically was annoyed that I decided to approach her while she was on her phone on social media while we were in a social setting where people were supposed to be talking to one another. Uh, it's tough. It really is tough. So if I'm going to go down this particular path about this topic, please chime back in and let me know. Let me stop for a second. Anchor has a wonderful feature, everyone. If you have followed, subscribed, favorited the uh, the podcast, you can actually click the little plus sign and send me a voice message. All right. 
So when that happens, I'm going to reach out to you and say, hey, can I put that audio file in the podcast? If you don't say anything, I'm not going to do it. You say, hey, sure, put that in there. That's cool. But I'm not going to put your voice on something without uh, asking your permission. But more so that feature is to keep you from writing comments and people going back and forth. And you kind of get a, a sense of privacy, if you will, because only you and I can hear the uh, the comment or the suggestion about the particular podcast. So that helps. That's, that's a pretty neat feature. I actually love it, by the way. Um, one person's used it already, but it was a topic I'd already covered. And um, basically, I may have to eventually in the future move the old apartment episodes over into delicious tears and basically uh pick that content if you will but back to that um she was really upset that i decided to approach her while she was on facebook or whatever in a social setting so that's one of the challenges also um being 40 is really monumental um, a lot of us in our 40s, our kids are typically teenagers, preteens. If you got an early start, they may be, you know, somewhat grown by then. You may already be an empty nester. Uh, so that gives you a, a bit of freedom to be able to go and do the things you want. Now, the other part of being 40 plus on the, uh, the dating scene is your competition is pretty stiff. As a woman, from what I've seen, you're competing with uh, younger women because, you know, you have some of us talking about males who are in their mid 40s who still feel like they have and they're pursuing those uh, 25 and ups. I personally want nothing to do with that demographic because we don't have anything in common. Um, <laughs> they, they still want to do things that I've already gotten past. So you already know there's an expiration date on that dating pool. I'm not going to be out here engaging in legal R. Kelly-esque activities. I don't have time to be shaping and molding a young woman. So um, I can't speak for women in my demographic or how they feel about younger men. But you will have younger men pursuing older women because a lot of times they're, they're saying exactly what I just said. They may not have the time for the, um, the behaviors of those uh women in their age group you, you think about it um you know a woman in her 40s is not going to be running down to miami or atlanta or vegas every so often on girls trips like that uh you would expect for her to be a little bit more settled and easy going and laid back not there's anything wrong with that but remember you you are what you publicize i'm not saying going to full uh you know, 60 something granny mode and go to Bible study, anything like that. But uh, engaging in social behavior is, is kind of attached to the younger age group. It, it may not paint you in the light that you may want if you're looking for somebody in, you know, your same age bracket. Or, you know, maybe that's what you want. You might want some younger guys and the challenges that come with it. So it's, it's really sifting through the the representative that the person's sending out there for you to um, be interested in um i mean you got to do your, your due diligence and stuff like that i mean we're in the age of filters and body contouring apps and stuff like that 
uh, catfishing. I mean, you got people talking about hat fishing and stuff like that. And I will say this, ladies, if you're engaging in the online dating via the apps or social media, however you want it, scale down your expectations. That's one thing I'm seeing. Um, I talked about this before. The, you know, you you aren't quite together, but you like to think you are. But you want a guy that's six foot two with an 18 pack. Um, a lot of you are trying to date Jesus or whoever you affirm and pray to. And uh, you, you got to get down to the, the realism. Um, and and you, you see these things that are really off-putting. Um, and I'm, I'm just speaking from my perspective out there. The things I saw back in the day when I was perusing all these things. Um, you want a certain type of guy. But you're you're really demanding. I mean, you you have these uh, amazing expectations for them, and um, I mean, everybody's going to the gym. Everybody has a dog. Uh, everybody's shooting guns. Um, it's <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I'm like, keep it real. If your idea of a, a great time is you know guzzling down beers and eating tacos, that, that's pretty real to me. But, you know, you see the, the gym pictures and six months later, you don't see any difference. And so, like, what's what are you really doing? OK, leave the cliches alone. You know, just keep it real. And the thing about it is that when you're doing that, you don't have to practice. I mean, you want to put your best foot forward, but you really have to avoid doing the misleading things. You know, the the certain poses and holding the camera up high and all that, because this is what it comes down to, ladies, when it comes to dating. Men are very simple. It kind of sort of doesn't matter what you look like if you catch us at the right time. We're still going to floss and toss you. Okay? <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but, you know, um, looking back, uh, there, there's waivers that can be obtained if you just don't feel like, um, you know, this guy's in your league or you're out of his league or whatever it is. You never know what happens if you catch somebody at the right time. But really, uh, dating in this time is like uh, net fishing. You basically cast your net out into the waters and you just sail. And you catch, you pick up everything. You might find a shark. You might find a minnow. You might find a dolphin. You might find a stingray. And you got to sort and sift through all these things. So... You know, it's it's really that's what it gets down to It's high volume and low return. And you got to have that, that expectation that you're not going to come across that one right away and just, you know, keep it uh, keep it official out here. That's the best way to do it. Um, you know, it, you got women out here that they, they want to be wine and dine right away. And you've never seen this person in your life. Uh, you're just going off. um uh, a literary presentation and some pictures and here they want you to take them to Ruth Chris and they may not be worthy of those things you, like I talked about this before this kind of melds into another topic that I did on apartment the coffee date thing uh, I, I think the coffee date is a great idea it tamps down the expectations of well he spent this money now he's going to pressure me or the guy may well I spent this money so hey you know, something's got to give. So the coffee date takes away that that's uh, 10 to 15 dollars 
and a little conversation and you really aren't feeling the person, no harm, no foul, you keep it moving. You spent 10 to $15 on lesser things. So, hey, you know, you, you chalk it up to that's the way things are going. But there are challenges. Some of us just feel like when we hit the magical age of 40, that we're now old. You're, you're not old. You're only old as you feel, and you're only as old as you take care of yourself. I'm not saying uh, go out and dress like you're 25 because that's not a good look. Um, but I will say just keep yourself, you know, in fairly good shape if possible. Um, you know, get yourself together. Keep it classy. I'm talking men and women, by the way. And it'll be fine. It will be fine because after you remove all the makeup, all the the high-end clothing and all that stuff, you still have to have a personality that's going to keep that person engaged to you. Not in a marriage but actually, you know, interested, if you will, is the word I was looking for. So don't worry about those things. I mean, looking for perfection at the, the age of 40, 40 plus, your body is on the downside of sexy if you will it's it's a struggle to hold on to what you look like when you were 30 or 25 and if you have held on to it you know shout out to you you know i'm holding on by a couple of strands of, to what i look like when i was 30 and 25 you know I ain't, I ain't doing so bad but you know i'm trying to keep it better we'll get better and keep it better you know for health reasons not because i want to be appealing to anybody the the, the health reasons are more my uh my goals of staying healthy and you know maintaining or losing you know if need be but um you know keep it classy just just it, it doesn't matter like you're in your mid-40s and stuff like that there's going to be a few extra pounds there's, there's going to be a few extra wrinkles you know whatever it is and if a person is uh doing those things and you know their hair is gone or, you know, they're totally gray and they're pushing all these things off on you. Like, come on now. You know, that's that's not fair. OK, that's not fair. It's like nobody should be looking for perfection out here. And that's what social media and dating has done. They, they want people to really look like these uh, filters and all this makeup and stuff like that. So I, I would like to see people do this challenge. Um, fellas. Don't get your beard edged up, your mustache edged up. Don't get a haircut. Go out on a date. Ladies, no makeup. Put your hair in a nice little bun. Go out on a date and see how it goes. That's you. That's how you wake up in the morning. You don't uh, uh, wake up, you know, face beaten by Mike Tyson. You know, guys, you don't wake up edged up and beijing and all that stuff and everything. It's It's okay. All right, so I have noticed something too, just um, you know, paying attention to the trends out there. There are younger women pursuing older men because they're seeing that the guys in there. This has happened. This is the edge of time, but with social media, it's a bigger push. It's a bigger push because they feel like, well, these young guys aren't offering much. This this older gentleman is more laid back and. But they still want to do the things they were doing as if they're 25. So you got to kind of give up some stuff to get some stuff, if you will. That 40-something-year-old man is not going to put up with 25-year-old woman behavior if she's out there wilding out and stuff like that. So there, there are challenges 
of um, let's let's talk about one um, challenge as far as dating in the forties. If you you're someone who got a late start and your kids aren't of a autopilot mode, if you will, they're self-supporting. You, you don't need a sitter and things like that. Your dating spectrum is going to open up a little bit more. But if your kids are younger, well, I did that in reverse. If you if you got a late start and your kids are younger and they need a sitter and stuff like that, a lot of people don't want to, um, you know, engage with you because like, well, you don't have time because you have responsibilities. All right. So that could be something that's limiting when you're in your 40s. Your job means something to you. So hanging out on a work night is not your thing. Um, you might have a schedule where you don't have weekends and that person has weekends open. So these are all, all the things that you're going to have to work around where it does slim down the day with the challenges and stuff like that. A lot of people in their 40s go back to school. They pursue additional education endeavors. So that's one thing that people um, may not like when it comes to dating. Um, it, you name it. You name it. But, uh, you know, ensure that you have your life together to go out and date, I like to say. I mean, fellas, and I'm talking to the men right now. If you aren't financially where you need to be, where you aren't relying on anybody for your well-being. I don't think you should be dating. Women get a pass for that. All right. Because the, the whole taking care of women, you know, narrative and stuff like that. A woman that's struggling and trying to get it together. Nobody says a word when she's dating. You know, she's dating because it's assumed the man that she comes across is going to elevate her lifestyle. But a man, no, you you can't be, you know, jacked up and don't have your stuff together out there dating. No one's going to approve of that because then once you get with someone who deems you worthy as a person and they know that you, you aren't quite right with yourself, they're like, oh, she's taking care of him. And that might not be the case. She merely could simply be interested in that man. And see the potential in him. But we don't get that leeway. Alright. I've always said. If I don't have my stuff together. You know. In whatever shape or fashion. I should not be dating. That's my personal. It's, I was just talking to my daughter. About something the other day. Uh, we were in the car. And I noticed there was a homeless man. And he had a dog. I said. Uh, that's. You know. Dogs and. Toddlers. Are probably the most loyal beings on the planet. Two, for the dog. The dog to actually stick with the homeless guy. Knowing that he may not get a meal as much as he like. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. That dog knows, you know, hey, I normally don't eat. You know, when I, in the morning, you know, in the afternoon or whatever. When he, he gets some scraps, I get some scraps. And the dog sticks around. Because he knows the potential that he's going to be fed. And he doesn't have to go out and hunt. Or rummage through some trash or something like that. Or somebody feels sorry for him. And he begs and they toss him something. He knows that uh, homeless man, his, his homeless master, is going to hook him up at some point. Or at some point. 
and see how that works. No, <laughs> women don't engage in reclamation projects once in a while, once in a while. But for the most part, no, nah, you got to come fully assembled. You have to come fully assembled. And if you're, I mean, stuff happens to people, unfortunately. And, you know, you're 40 and you might have gotten divorced and it didn't go well. You lost a lot of things and you're, you're just getting started. But you got the job. You might be in a, a studio apartment. Um, you know, it might be a futon and a, a 22 inch flat screen or something in there. And a, a simple two person table and there's food in the refrigerator. You're on your own. You're, you're working it up. Bills are paid. And automatically that man will get judged. That man will get judged. Not knowing his story. They're going to go off. He, she goes back to his place. And she looks. Like oh. Hmm. You know he, he doesn't offer me much. Now conversely you, you flip that around. A man meets a woman. And she invites him back to her place. And she has the same setup. The average man will look past that. For obvious reasons. But he won't say much of anything about it. If anything, he'll probably go, hey, you know, you're looking for some furniture or something like that. He may, you know, tell her about something. He might even help her get some. Okay. But that's the expectation that he will elevate her status in some form. And a lot of women go into it looking like looking at that like that. They're like, oh, he's gonna be coming over here. And well, let's just say she got the air mattress. Alright? She's got the air mattress and the, the folding table deal going on. But it's her spot. It's clean. She has food, the lights are on. Um, there's Netflix available. Alright, you just gotta wait for a moment for the air mattress to fill up and everything. You wake up at night, fill it up a little bit more. You know, and you keep it moving, but you generally have a great time with her over there with simplicity. It, it's the situation doesn't truly define the person. They're really trying to get as long as you see she's trying to get better and elevate, and you don't see her buying heels and you know, uh, frivolous stuff. You, you come by, you know, a few weeks later, a month or so later, she's got a dining room set, a dinette set, or something like that. You you come by, you know, a few weeks later, she actually has the bedroom going on, all right, or the, the actual living room set. And you see it, it's a process of progress and stuff, you know. It's just that she hit a rough moment in life and she's trying to get back. Men really don't get that because, like I said, you have to come fully assembled. Women don't want another son unless they just like controlling men. And these are the challenges with dating at 40. You have to have your stuff together. Or it's going to be off-putting, you know, for some women. They're like, nah, I'm not dealing with that. All right. Now, if your priorities aren't in order, you got the hooked up car and you invite a woman to your place and you got the air mattress or the futon, but you got the 80 inch television and the, um, the newest Xbox and PS5 and, you know, a closet full of true religion and, you know, polo. And 80,000 J's no, no food in the refrigerator I mean you, you barely got stuff in your bathroom You know You got a trash bag hanging off the doorknob 
I mean, you've been showering with a chiclet piece of soap. So that that's telling you something. You can't do that. That's just me. I don't have my stuff together. I'm not going to be out there making myself available. That's just me. That's my standard. But these are the challenges when you're 40 plus and you're dating. I mean, it's 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 one of the it's a pivotal age. It's a, t- a very pivotal age. It's either you have yourself together and everybody's fine with it. And what you define as together, it doesn't mean you own your home. All right. It doesn't mean that you got three cars, anything like that. It doesn't mean that you're working on your doctorate. It just means that your stuff is right. Okay. You're comfortable. Nobody's taking anything from you. Nothing's being shut off. You, you live a simple life. Things are clean. There's food available. All right. You can go and do things if need be. And that's your life. But if you're living with someone, um, you don't have your own vehicle. This woman has to go and pick you up and stuff. That's going to be a problem eventually. The average woman doesn't go well. Not that. Well, a lot. I can't say the average woman. A lot of women, will, they're going to throw that in your face. Oh, this is how you'll treat me? When you had a bus pass and I had to go and pick you up, this is what you're doing? You were staying with your homeboy, wearing the same three jeans, and those ran over Air Force Ones, barely getting a haircut, but I saw something in you, I took a chance, and this is how you're going to do me? Fellas, that's what you're going to get. We can't do that, all right? In dating at 40, you have to have your stuff together. But somehow, there are some men that get away with that. And I live in San Antonio. And I always say, this this is the home of um, the, the interesting dudes. You see it. And they get away with this somehow. It's acceptable. It's like part of the culture somehow, some way. It's like, that's that's normal. You're okay with that? That he does that? You're fine with that? Because of the numbers. The numbers work in a lot of guys' favor out here. But like I said, when I came here for the uh, the second time, you know, I was really being interrogated because of the things that the guys were doing. And I talked about this in an, uh, an apartment episode. It was literally, I thought I was getting my credit checked or something like that or getting a security clearance. How many kids do you have? One. One that you know of. No, I have one. Oh. Then, of course, they ask you about the mother things. They want to know the drama you're still doing. They, they you know, they're going to ask that. All right. Then it's, um, do you have a job? Yeah. Is it legal? Yes. You know, I had a career at the time. You know, I have a career. I have a job. Oh, okay. But that shit is legal. That's a fine question. All right. As if he would tell you. You know, if it's illegal or not. Nah, I'm a scammer. You know, you cool with that? Need a credit card? <laughs> That's not gonna fly. You know, and it was, um, you know, do you have your own place? You know, no, they, they wouldn't say, well, do you have your own place? It's where do you live? Which is a two part. The part of town you live in. You tell them what part of town you live in. Like, oh, okay. Um, do you live alone? Yes. All the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have a roommate? No. You know, see how I did that? That's actually a valid question. 
because after all these these questions and stuff like that, you know, of course they ask you about the vehicle, and um, they they're trying to gauge your situation and what they're walking into. And I, I'm fine with that. Is is what they really were saying? Is like I've come across so many red flags that at this point I need to ask the basic questions so I don't get blindsided, and I could have prevented you know being attached to somebody because I didn't see. The simple basic things that they didn't have together. So if you check out and you got all these things in order, first thing they tell you is that you have all of these women at your beck and call. Because you got your stuff together. Everybody's gonna want you. Because you got your stuff together. You don't have to be this great looking guy. It's just that you you're you give the alpha male aura. Okay? But alphas aren't winning. When it comes to the dating game, the simps are winning. The, the guys that are throwing things at women, they're winning because you have an element of women that want to compete with men. And I told you, there's too many women leading with accolades. That's another thing about dating and 40 advice for women. Don't lead with your accolades, okay? When that man says, Tell me about yourself, I'm repeating myself again because this is a common theme. Don't mention your degrees and your possessions and stuff like that. That's a big deal with dating in, in your 40s with women. They lead with accolades. All right, I get it. You know, slow hand clap for you. Awesome. All right, proud of you. But that doesn't tell me anything about you as a person. So just know these things, okay? Know these things. It's... You're going to have to deal with the social media thing in this day and age because, you know, it's just easier and people are lazy. Nobody really wants to do the work. You know, you, you can microwave a person and pretty much take what you get from there. And so it's it's tough. It really is. It's tough because the 40 somethings are taking on the behaviors of the 20 somethings because social media has made it easier. You know, like I said, it's drag fishing. You just throw yourself out there and you know people come along and that's the way it is all right that's the way it is and you have these lofty unrealistic expectations ladies just temper them down but i'm out of here like i tell you all the time thanks for sending in the topics i appreciate it it makes life so much easier and plus i'm giving you what you want and as always just be a better person and make sure you download the anchor app and you tell a friend to tell a friend all right and i'm out of here